My name is Marzi. I am here with the one and only Noah DaCosta. And we are at South by Southwest Sydney with the illustrious Taj Ralph. Taj, how are you going? I'm going well, man. How are you going? Yeah, Thanks for having good. me. Yeah, of course. Of course. We had to have you. We had to have you. Uh, yeah, you were just talking uh, off, uh, off the record about uh, just some of the shows that you've been seeing and, and also some of the shows that you've been doing. You've been staying pretty busy recently. Oh, most definitely. Yeah, I've been like doing a tour at the moment, but some of the shows I've seen at South by Southwest, there's lots of hip hop, lots of jazz. Um, I saw El Shamada at uh, the Phoenix Central Park, which was unbelievable with violin and my friend Kurt on keys and synth bass and just like drum and bass, live drums. It was ridiculous. We had the pleasure of chatting to L uh, yesterday for an interview and uh, like, what the, um, like the music and like it's to be that good at music and that good of it. Like it's, I don't know, I feel like it's, I feel like when you're good, you, you know, it, it's crazy just how many nice people are good artists yeah, <laughs> in this place. Yeah, so nice. Know. And then Kurt, we got to meet um, in the lead up to that and everything like that as well. Yeah. And um, yeah, it's incredible. It's incredible. Um, and how did your shows go? Which, which venues? Yeah, I played two shows today at the Lord Gladstone with Inertia and PS. And that was really cool. It was dope. But half an hour after we finished, we had to be at the Chippo to play another show. Rough. So we finished the first one a little bit early, yeah. uh, but both shows were amazing. It was sick. For early in the afternoon, there was a decent crowd for both of them. Yep. You know, my band is tight as yeah, is that full <laughs> ki full kit being moved from the one place to the next? No, nah, they've as well? got backline provided everywhere, okay. so that was nice and easy. Okay, but okay. we have to move all the tracks. And, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, sure, all sure. All that other stuff. Yeah, well, uh, there's yeah plenty to be said about the live arrangement and the live shows. Uh, you know, you and I were speaking on the way up here that you you've done a couple shows in a couple different places recently. And you you went down to Nam and and did shows with uh, with Eletherios and the opener down in the yeah. SB. We we're good friends at Eletherios uh, at whatever show you're listening listening to you on Sin right now because Eletherios is a good friend of Sin. So it's, uh, it's, it's great that you were able to get him in on that too. Oh yeah. man, yeah, he's a new homie. So I got introduced to him through Tentendo who mm. produced that last project that we were talking about with the Nick yeah. Dolan cover. Yeah, I reached out to him because I'm not from Melbourne and I haven't spent a lot of time in Melbourne that isn't just making music or performing. So I haven't mm. like gone out and seen like Melbourne music and culture. But I want to do that. But I reached out to Tentendo and was like, I need to support the shows like next week. Like, hit me up. Like, yeah. And he sent me a list of acts. And um, yeah, he was one of the first ones that were there. And I was like, listen, I was like, done. Yeah, fine. Sorted. And it was cool. He did this really like dope strip back, um, like lo-fi hip hop kind of vibes. And he had a bunch of people getting up and rapping and singing. It was really, yeah, it was dope. It was yeah. super intimate. It was really cool. Sick, sick, sick. I feel like that's definitely like, his like that's definitely his vibe as well he's just such a like a kind of a, like as a person a warm and comfortable person yeah as well. it's like a kind of and, and that energy just comes through in all of his music and all the shows really great yeah for real. um yeah i want to i want to i want to want to get a little bit into you you know as yeah. well yeah we can get um, into that <laughs> <laughs> you know i want to first i was like like how has um you know obviously you just you've just recently you, you know somewhat recently released a single i'm right into mine which is a great single did i, did I get the title right uh right mine so why did I say right into mine? Yeah, it's close enough. That's close enough. That's close enough. Yeah. My, my, mine, mine, my, uh, my, my, my mind is busy. The batteries are getting. getting <laughs> There's a lot going on. Indeed, okay. indeed. But yeah. no, amazing single. Thank you, man. Absolutely incredible. And um, I mean, it's uh, it's it's obviously it's obviously uh, an offering out of many. You've been in the game for a while. I'm curious to know, like, um, uh, like what's what was kind of 
what was the energy going into that? Like, like how how did into how did Rome come? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was doing that with a friend of mine, uh, Oh Boy. Yeah. Who we've we've got a project that's coming out soon. It's mostly Sweet. him, but I'm featuring on like three out of the five or six songs Fire. on this project, and it's finally coming out. Sweet. But we, when he lived in Sydney, he's in Nam at the moment. Yeah. But when he lived in Sydney, it was probably an hour drive away from me. But I, it was such a creative experience. There was like seven people that lived at this house, three studios. And everyone was just making music 24 7 and they were all so good at it so you know i was like probably 18 and making music with these guys was so like i don't know it was such a great direction for learning how to write the way i want to write and be more comfortable writing music you sure. know i took risks with oh boy that i wouldn't that i didn't take on my own yeah you know when i'm in my studio it's kind of like you isolate yourself with headphones on and you you know just with a microphone and these beats that you're making and it's kind of like oh my mom's in the next room like i don't want to be like screaming into yeah. this microphone right now and like you know doing shit that's out of my comfort zone yeah yeah so so all that's to say you said you said um so you were kind of collaborating when you were 18 so you've been working with oh boy for a few like for quite a few years now. yeah now, yeah now. unless unless you're you were 18 we kind of we year. did it no no i'm 22 now. <laughs> I was, I was, I was, but when you said i was 18 i was like wait hold on I was, wait, yeah i was probably around 18 could have been a little okay. after I'm about um, to say, damn, but if you feel like, if you're like only just past 18, like where you're at now, that's crazy. Huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But so we did, we started that song together around that same period of time. Oh, wow. And so this has been in the vault for a while. This has been in the vault for a little while. right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Have you come um, back to it with like different approaches within over the time to get it out when you like revisit? It was a, re yeah. a revisiting of the track of sorts. Uh, there was definitely like a moment where I was like, this one needs to come out. And sure. it's, it's, I've got so many demos in the vault that just probably will never see the light of day. And it's kind of, I don't sure. know, it's kind of hard to release music nowadays. There's different, so many obstacles with like Triple J, how there's got to be 10 weeks in between singles and all that kind of right. stuff. Well, we need a, a Taj Ralph boy soda, soda <laughs> sessions. I reckon yeah, that man. might be the move. Yeah, I'd love to. He's yeah, he's a legend. But yeah, that song. So I kind of I took it. We had this half song worked together, and I took it home and wrote a bunch more by myself. And then we did a one more session and got it like pretty close. And then I was like, I had my own part for that Yasmina section, and yep. I play that live. And I like that part, but I was like, I really want someone else on this track. And I just met Yasmina. I'd seen a couple of her shows, and I was blown away. She's crazy her voice is insane sure and uh, i saw she was nominated for fbi's like best live show recently so yeah, yeah. shout out to yasmina shout out yasmina shout out community radio yeah <laughs> yeah hey and so yeah it came up pretty naturally and i sent her the song and within three hours she sent me back the whole part like done and wow. she's like sorry it took so long i had a pilates <laughs> class <laughs> oh so she, that wasn't even three dedicated hours to no, it that's crazy that's a sick yeah. turnaround because she does most of her stuff improv yeah so right like if you've seen one of her live shows it's like just jazz and mostly improv there's maybe i've seen her throw in some songs that aren't fully improv but it's yeah it's cool and it's like i don't know how she does it coming up with lyrics and melodies on the spot that are so nice it's like sure Humbling. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I would love to hear a little bit more about how that the time in that house at 18 through to now, how those experiences that you've had along the way have, have influenced your approach, uh, specifically to the production. I think yeah. the production of your tracks really interests me. I, I yeah, like the way that you approach yeah. your songs and, and then the sort of soundscapes that you make around it. I, I, you've got a really nice stereo spread. 
yeah. yeah it's, it's, it's great to listen to to one ear and then the other sort of thing even if it's all the same sound coming through it just whether this mixed it, it's a nice little it's giving you a hug yeah, I, tracks yeah, I appreciate that um yeah back when i first started releasing music when i was like 16 17 i was working with a lot of producers and i hated these sessions with these random people and a lot of the time i would come out of these songs with these shitty pop songs with these like people who just want to make pop music and i was like didn't enjoy it at all mm. so during covid was like i know it's weird to say as a musician but it was a blessing for me because mm. i was getting money from the government like more than i was making when i was working mm. and just making music 24 7. so mm. i was really like honing my production and just learning but yeah so i've been really growing that skill i've just been trying to hone that it's interesting to see as well because i mean like obviously music proficiency comes through really clearly in the music because obviously it's really great your songwriting is great as well like i i, I love the kind of introspective edge you have in a lot of your lyrics as well yeah, i want to get into that in a moment but even just how like you're working producers you hate every context i've seen you in it's always been with some, like like it's, it's always been with like a, it seems like a really close bond like friend relationship it's all like, yeah. that's when i was you know as i was kind of seeing the name come up it was always just like oh my gosh like 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 a, it was another musical collaborator oh my gosh Ta, that's my that's my it was always that and so it's kind of it's kind of cool to see how like you started in like like you kind of were in that space and it's been a complete pivot where it's like yeah. exclusively mm-hmm. almost like these super strong emotional bonds and it really comes from the chemistry. Yeah, I think it comes from the music as well. Mm. Like back then when I was working with all these people who I didn't gel with, it was kind of like I wasn't making the best music that I liked. And it wasn't until I started making, you know, soul and hip hop and R&B music that I started to find people who were doing the same thing and we just bonded instantly. So yeah, Boy Soda is a big homie of mine. Yeah. Yeah, I just saw Dean Brady play it yesterday. He was fantastic. Yeah. There's so many. Yeah. Yeah. It's... Yeah. yeah, I'd love to get into the, the live band as well because we know that uh, Finbar is a, is a commonality between you and Boy Soda too. Yeah. Uh, I'll come back to that in just a second. But before that, I also want to ask, um, just once again, referencing the production and the Sonics now that you've found this space, uh, something that I've noticed too is that uh, um, in in the harmony, uh, and this is me being super analytical music nerd, cool, yeah. uh, but uh, there's there's bits and pieces of, of songs that uh, are referential to other things in a really fun, exciting way for me. I know Beat the Keeper had that same sort of um, harmony line as uh, I can't remember the original track, but Tribe Called Quest sampled oh, it. Oh yeah, um, yeah, 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 like that sort the of thing baseline, too. Yeah. Yes, exactly, exactly. And I I wanted to know for you, uh, those those influences and those things that you pick up, um, like how they inform the decisions that you then make uh creatively in in how you approach your tracks i think it's just you know naturally what i listen to it's always been such a big diverse amount of genres from yeah hip-hop r&b soul there's been like a bit of rock and like lots of reggae and but yeah there's like a big influence and i think i just pick up things along the way you know Mm. yeah Mm. that walking on the wild side baseline is um (laughs) Yeah. yeah, obviously, Tribe Called Quest at the time was huge and still is a big inspiration. Yeah, mm. yeah Q-tip sampling is next level. Absolutely. Um, you know, jumping into kind of back to right mind, you know, this being a single that was actually kind of been in the vault since 2018. Um, does that mean uh, it does? Is, is this is this a lead up to are we going to be seeing more of those kind of like vault releases in what's going to be a potential project? Or are you in a space right now where you're like, 
not so much getting them out there, but like let let me let me kind of free some of the stuff that I wanted to, so I can then free the path for something entirely new. That's yeah, that's spot on. I'm sure I've got a bunch of songs that I'm getting out very soon. That, um, Sick. One of them's coming out very soon. I've just got to figure out logistics. Sure. But um, the rest of these songs on this project is going to come out next year, and I'm going to drop them really frequently. I'm going to try and build some momentum. Yep. Um, but yeah, some of these songs are just as old as Right Mind, but they're ones that have stuck with me for so long. And I'm always writing, but these ones are just ones that I can't get over. Yeah, and I, right. I play some of them in my live set on and off, but just stuff that's kind of a little bit, you know, a little bit off center that sure. I really resonate with, you know? Absolutely. And actually that, that brings me back to um, your writing process as well. Like, like. For for you because because you mentioned you kind of started doing sessions at sixteen seventeen yeah um, and yeah. but even even younger yeah. um, and when it comes to actually like the songwriting the actual lyricism about it um, like what like when you're when you're writing what's happening for you is it is it more about is it more about the re the release for you is it is it a processing tool for you or is it simply more of a journal entry? Like I've already processed, I'm putting it on the page because that's just the kind of recurring theme I kept on seeing, just the kind yeah. of introspective element. I think it's a bit of both. I think it's different. Every song I write is a different method to get the words out. Sure. Um, lyrics for me are kind of one of the, not hardest, but slowest processes in writing music. So I always focus on the beats when I'm making them and that's I think another reason why I didn't gel in these sessions back in the day is because I like to spend time with my lyrics and like listen to the same beat for an hour, two hours and just like figure it out and work melodies and lyrics follow with the melodies. And I like to, you know, you know, think about that. Yeah, absolutely. Know? Absolutely. Well, I uh, I teased it earlier. We're here now. Uh, I, I'd love to talk a bit more about your your live band and yeah. uh, We'll, we'll get into sort of the, the logistics of, of uh, working with the people that you work with. But before that too, um, I'm, I'm curious even just to hear uh, what your process is like taking a studio version of a song and, and translating it into the live context. And uh, like, do you, do you play around with things a little bit? Like, how do, yeah. how do you go about that? Yeah, we definitely play around with things. I think I'm really lucky to have such an amazing band. So we've got... My drummer, Callum, we've been playing together since we were 15 back in his yeah. older project. So we're tight, we listen to the same music. He's got a big like neo soul groove that is unbeatable. Mm. Um, and the rest of my band, I've got sax, keys and bass and they're all amazing jazz musicians. Mm. And so I showed them the song and I really let them decide how they want to play their part. Obviously I'll have notes, but <laughs> It's, um yeah, they don't fail me, you know, mm. it's really like, it's pretty open. I love to see them play their own solos and have their own shine. And it's really like a collaborative experience. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 I think it's, it's so, it's cool kind of just seeing how I feel like a big part of the identity of Char Taj Ralph as like a, as an artist musician is so much about that collaboration. Yeah. Um, you see somewhere it's like, it's very much like, um, you know, um, uh, uh, it's 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 about me, and that's fine. Like, it's, um, it's me as an individual. You know, we had a, we've been talking to a bunch of artists, and it's cool seeing how um, how much that kind of blend happens. When it comes to you, your origins, kind of going back to your origins, like that kind of out, outside of kind of that that experience you have with the producers, kind of in your teens, going back way like right to the beginning. 
like talk to me about your musical origins and kind of where your kind of ethos and approach to music comes from like kind of just from right early yeah um we can go way back uh <laughs> please let's do it. yeah i We'll go back to the very start. I started playing guitar after my brother got a guitar for his birthday. I got jealous, so I got one for my birthday. <laughs> Classic. We did like guitar lessons once a week and I hated it because it was the teacher was just teaching us old rock that I did not care about at all. And it wasn't until I started learning stuff that as an eight-year-old or nine-year-old, I started to enjoy it, which was like Disney, you know, that kind of stuff. And I started learning chords that I was comfortable playing and moving around and finding different chords from that stuff that I already knew I could move along and rearrange them and I started writing music when I was like nine years old yeah well wow. that came pretty naturally back then not oh. that I would ever play anyone any of those songs <laughs> are they still um, in the vault too <laughs> I'm sure mum has them somewhere <laughs> um and then I started busking when I was like 10 years old in Manly Corso that's uh, insane yeah so I did that for about six years every weekend every school holiday every day I was on the streets of Manly yeah. Busking. Just hustling. Yeah, but it came it came so naturally because sure. I started so young. Yeah. I feel like if I started, you know, a few years later, then I'd be worried I'd run into like a school friend and be like, it started pure like it was kind of before ego and everything could get in the way yeah. it was just that pure passion yeah. obsession straight away yeah, right? yeah definitely yeah more yeah. so built on the love of the music than of anything course. else so my, you know my dad always played music in the house my mom always played music in the house they're not musicians themselves but there was always music around and they're always super supportive yeah you know, yeah, yeah. Wow, we're, we're, this is a really... We went way back. Yes, yes. <laughs> and we're, we're getting a really nice picture of who Taj Ralph is, which is yeah. awesome. And I'm really looking forward to uh, hearing the releases that you've got on the way as well. And, um, you know, obviously th with this conversation, we've, there's been a lot of evolution and a lot of different iterations of, of Taj Ralph and, and the, the various sort of yeah, uh, aspects of music that you've been hitting and the conventions within that as well. I'm curious to know, with the upcoming music, are you um, trying something new with that too? Is there, Are you double down on some of the things you've already consolidated what's what's the what's it looking like for you yeah it's all it's all pretty new i think but also there's you know same elements of stuff that i've already done but um something exciting which is um with tentendo we linked for a session in sydney and i thought it was just you know we wrote this song and it was kind of whatever in the vault never look at it again and he reached out to me earlier this year and he said that this French label wants to release it. <laughs> this French label called Rocher Music. And um, yeah. they wanted to release it for their 10 year anniversary album. And I wasn't sure like what the vibe was, but I was like, hell yeah. <laughs> and it's FKJ's label and Wayne Snow's oh, wow. label and a bunch of other wow. amazing artists. So that's going to be the second single of their 10 year anniversary project. Wow. So that's coming out next week. Wow. I'm really excited about that. Oh, well, congratulations yeah. as well. That's, 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 that's a hell of a placement. Yeah, right. <laughs> and there's a good chance uh, when people are hearing this that that will already be out as well. Yeah. So yeah, uh, if you want to actually signpost, where can people find you and find your music and by extension find that track? Yeah, it's called Out of Sight. It'll be on my Spotify with Tentendo. Yeah, on our Instagrams, all of that. Amazing, amazing. Yeah. And on that note, I mean, um, I want to thank you for coming, man. Thank you for, for, oh, for sharing pleasure. with us. Yeah. Like, um, uh, Appreciate you guys I'm playing super, my music. Oh, I mean, look, look it's, love doing this. Getting to like, getting to, to, to just listen to artists like you and have these chats spread and bustle, honestly. 
Um, yeah, no, thank you so much, man. I'm really excited for, for Out of Sight and, and, and for, for everything else you're coming out next year. I know it's going to be yeah, great. thank you very much. I'm keen to catch you at the next show. For uh, sure, yeah. The Yaya show was great, man. That's right. Yeah. Yaya's being the venue that, that we were at was, was, uh, that was a really great tour. For those who don't know. But yeah, um, we've got, we got a lot of shows coming up as well. Should I talk about it? Playing at Taoraji Hotel on my birthday, the 3rd of November. Oh, nice. And then I got an amazing support supporting Nicodemos oh, at Waywoods Nicodemus. with Set One also supporting. We we uh, we are well across the Nicodemus train as well. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's a really great um, intersection of sounds there. That makes perfect sense. Yeah, and I met him through uh, Boy Soda as well. Fire, so, fire. Yeah. That's so random as well. I thought you were going to say you met him through Eleftherios or Tintendo. Oh. That's just it's just yeah, it's yeah, just, yeah. a small world. I think. I feel know? like I feel like there's um there's kind of within the kind of Australian, particularly the East Coast kind of music scene. There is, there's obviously you've got artists, everything. And then there's kind of this community within that of like the kind of musicians, musicians. Yeah. And it's like, it's, 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 that's always the space I see you and that's everyone you've referenced are kind of like the ones in that pocket as well. Obviously, I know that um, you and um, I'm pretty sure because you and Billy Davis have collaborated before as well, yeah, right? Oh, you haven't met Billy Davis? Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Oh, yeah. 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 And it's just like, it's, 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 it, it really shows. So the fact that you started when you were busking at 10, it's like, that's like, it feels like, <laughs> That makes so much sense, you know. Yeah. Like um and and yeah, no, it's it's honestly like it's it's incredible stuff. And the fact that you know, like you're not that much younger than me, but like the fact that at 22 you've got the body of work that you have like so far is just yeah, like thank you. really great, you know. Yeah. What I mean? And so yeah, I'm I'm just keen to see what's next. And, and yeah, there's and, a lot I'm, more I'm, coming I'm out. Don't worry in. about it. I'm keen. Well, yeah, yeah, thank you for your time and thank enjoy you the so rest much. of South by man. Yeah, it's been awesome. Appreciate Cheers. it. Cheers.